Well, welcome. Welcome to A Coach's Perspective. I'm your host, Jenny Hopkins, and this show is presented to you by Great Southern Bank. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience. With nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs and mobile and online banking services, you're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com, member FDIC. Other sponsors that we are grateful for and handpicked include Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. And we're going to talk about them all throughout the show. We're very grateful for all of our sponsors. And um, we have a great show tonight. Let me recap a little bit about last week, though, if you would like to go back and listen to it. Yesterday was the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame Basketball Luncheon. And last week we had Byron Shrive on and the president of the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, who is doing a tremendous job. Um, and he put on a great event yesterday, but he previewed that for us last week. And then I had the husband and wife duo Rick and Honey Pickren on, and it was a blast. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a show that I personally enjoyed because Honey was one of my former AAU teammates. And so to see her get the Filbert Five Award and be able to talk with her about that um, was was an absolute joy. So if you want to listen to that episode, go to the website at coachesperspective.com and listen to it, or you can find it on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Verbal, or Helium Satellite Radio. Okay, so tonight I'm so excited to have in studio, I'm going one-on-one conversation, not one-on-one on the court because, well, maybe back in the day, who knows? Maybe I would have, maybe you would have broke a sweat. I'm not sure. But I am welcoming Casey Garrison Powell. And I want to congratulate you. Yesterday, you were inducted into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm so happy that to have you here because, again, this is a selfish show for me. I have always um, thought the world of you. Um, I think I, I sent you flowers when you graduated and got out of my scouting report. <laughs> to gradu- I was so happy <laughs> when you graduated. But I always thought, uh, let's, you know, you played at Bolivar High School and then you went to Missouri State University. But when you were at Bolivar, um, I, you know, I was coaching at Hillcrest and you just, um, you amazed me. Um, I loved watching you play. I loved watching the, the way that you not just physically um, played, but the way you mentally played. You could actually see your court intelligence in your play. So um, congratulations again on your honor, and, and we're going we're gonna to look at a little bit of Casey Garrison Powell's history and pick her mind tonight. That sounds good. Thank yeah. you. You're ready for it? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, buckle up. So first off, let's talk a little bit about Bolivar. Um, I, you know, we did a um, series on this show on sports families, if you remember correctly, and I filled the studio with Garrison's one night. Um, so when you, you know, when you were growing up, Basketball was a huge part of the family dynamics and the relationships. And so when you moved to Bolivar and you started playing there, what was special about that place? You know, I, I grew up in Bolivar. So, I mean, I, we moved there in 1994, and I would have been four years old. So I went kindergarten through fifth grade there, um, and then we moved to Forsyth and then moved back to Bolivar. Um, and so a lot of those former teammates, those are who I, um, those are who I grew up with. And so when I moved back in, right after junior high, I got to play with the girls that I had known since pretty much kindergarten. Um, so being able to be back with those teammates was a big thing for me. Um, but also, I mean, Bolivar's always been home. Um, even when we were gone for you know, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, it's special and special that we got to do some really good things um, and exciting things for the town there. Well, let me, let's talk a little bit about one of my um, favorite people that have ever been on this planet, and that was Gary Keeling, and um, what a hoot he was, and uh, just such a wonderful person. 
Um, but also, you know, he had to be fun to play for because he has such a great sense of humor. He believed in you. Um, and and I, I think that he is a, a coach that we sorely miss. Um, tell me what it was like playing for Gary Keeling. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was in eighth grade, I got to the point where I was kind of burnout. Um, I, I just needed a break. I needed some time. I'd been playing so much since the third grade. And um, having Gary Keeling as my high school basketball coach going into high school, um, he made it fun again. I mean, and, and people joked about our practices, but we had so much fun. And with him and Darren Archer together, both of them <laughs> yeah. have been friends for so long, too, that it, it was it was just an absolute blast. And we, we laughed every day. We smiled. And he just let us play. Um, he didn't try to do too much. And um, he just knew that we did have a special group. Um, and again, just really, really made it fun. And I think that says a lot about him too, um, as a person and as a coach, is he just built those relationships, which were very important to me as well. Well, and Darren Archer um, yesterday was um, interviewed for the video for the Hall of Fame, which I thought was very appropriate. And he said, you know, that, that Casey Garrison was a great player, but an even better person. And I think, you know, growing up in, the, in their program, they really emphasized that they were coaching people and not just players. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and they were building those relationships. You know, they they would, the one thing that we would do at the end of practice every day is Coach Archer would yell steak dinner every time we'd try to hit a half-court shot. And if we made one, he'd give us steak dinner. That never happened, so I might have to ask him for one now. Um, but, you know, and it, it was a big thing when Coach Keeling got his 500 um, wins. We got him 500 Diet Cokes because that's what he loved to drink. Um, and so, you know, we we did. It was just, it was so much fun. and and all of us just having a good time, enjoying being together, playing the game of basketball. Um, but, you know, also going to Coach Keeling's house and fish in his pond, right. you know, things like that, um, just to build those relationships with each other. Makes such a difference. Um, I think that's one of the things we talk about on this show, about how important it is to build a relationship when you're when you're a coach, um, to try and get to know your players. Because everybody's different. Everybody's motivated differently. And some are intrinsically motivated like you are. Some of them need a little bit more prodding. And so I, I think that's one of the things that he did really well. Absolutely. I think, you know, and my dad and I have talked about this, and my dad's mentioned it even to my husband, who's a, who's a basketball coach. But um, And coaches know this, but, yeah, if your kids know you care about them, they'll run through a wall for you. Right. Um, they will do anything for you, and they're going to give their best effort. And, um, you know, I was just thankful to play with coaches um, who were like that. Yeah. And basketball is still a big part of your life, as you mentioned. Your husband, Matt Powell, is the girls' coach over at Glendale High School. And we're going to talk a little bit about that um, in the future. But when I was, you know, talking about this show, I was thinking about the recruitment. I was trying to remember back to your recruitment. I was like, you know, I don't remember. I know that there were a lot of schools interested and you got a lot of attention. Yes, but I always felt like in the back of your mind, you were like, I want to be a lady bear. I want to go to Missouri State. Um, was that was that true or what was the recruitment process like and why did you choose Missouri State? Uh, it's somewhat true. I think I was also a little bit naive. Um, you know, there were, there were schools that were sending me facts throughout the day, uh, like on game day, they'd, we'd get a fax at the school saying, you know, good luck for your game, you know, tonight or whatever. And, and I'm just like, okay, young you players know. look up the, what a fax is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think they do that anymore. Um, but yeah, so, you know, and I would think, oh, they're, you know, that's weird. Or they'd send me, you know, letters in the mail. And I always just thought, oh, if you're getting a, a letter for a camp, they're really not that interested. They're sending them to everybody, you know, type of thing. Because um, my mom w will tell you, too, that I got heavily recruited by KU. And I was like, no, I didn't. I never even talked about KU. No, I didn't. And she 
pulled out all the envelopes and she was like, no, look, Casey, they were saying, we, we want you here. We can't wait. You know, we want to see you in a, um, you know, a K uniform and all these things. And I look back and go, Oh, they did. <laughs> but I think again, in the back of my mind, it was, you know, I knew I wanted to stay close and, and KU was far away. And that just immediately went out of my mind. And, um, I think when Nyla Millison got the head job at, at Missouri state, that was a, an instant for me just because I had such a good relationship with her, um, and wanted to go division one, at least my first year, just to see if I could do it. And mm-hmm. so it would just kind of lined out perfectly. Well, you did it. That's I did sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did it. And you did it very well. Um, a four year all state player in high school. Uh, that's almost unheard of. And I know that you look at accolades sometimes. I mean, and then you were a four, you know, a four time, you know, Missouri Valley all conference player as well, which is almost unheard of. So, you know, being able to get the accolades is one thing, but but going to Missouri State, you were an impact player right from the beginning. Um, what was it like playing for Coach Millison? Yeah, I, again, those relationships, you know, mm, those were big. Yes. And, and she, um, from the time I was in junior high, um, she was in my year and at ball games, and, you know, um, getting to know her and, and also to see what she had done at Drury. Um, you know, and, and Drury was phenomenal but in my mind I'm like you know it's division two maybe if division one doesn't work out you know type of thing um but those relationships were huge and I think she knew more of what I could do coming into Missouri State than I did and I say think I know um because I didn't I went in with the mindset of hey I'm just going to come play I'm going to do what I know how to do and just play and you know, I didn't even understand, again, naive, I didn't even understand when Nyla in practice would separate, okay, five with her and then the other five are with a different coach, that the five with her are the five that she's looking at to, you know, potentially start a ball game. Um, and then we get to our first exhibition game my freshman year and I'm in the starting lineup and I'm like, oh, okay, this is <laughs> cool, I guess. Um, and, and so, you know, just her having a lot of confidence in me and even my second game my freshman year yelling at me to shoot the ball because I'd passed it, of course. And, uh, you know, she just she always knew what I was capable of and, and really helped push me to be the best that I could be at Missouri State. It's nice to have that person that holds you accountable, but that, you know, also unconditionally loves you and wants the best for you. That's got to be the ultimate coach player relationship. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's funny is even now it's really come full circle because, you know, she obviously coached at Glendale. Um, and then her hu- or her husband, her son, Barrett, is my husband's assistant right. coach. And so, you know, we were they were at the Blue Eye tournament uh, about a couple of weeks ago. And we I walk in and there she is. I'm like, oh, we get to go to games together. You know, so it is. It's just, you know, being able to know that as a player at that time or even while she's recruiting you, that she's recruiting you because she really wants you. Right. Um, but then also, you know, even after all that time's passed, she still just really cares about you as a person. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. All right, well, we're going to continue our conversation. We're going to take our first break, and we want to thank Great Southern Bank for being our presenting sponsor. I'm here with Casey Garrison-Powell, and um, and I, I'm so excited to have this one-on-one conversation with you tonight. Um, we're going to really pick your brain on a lot of things, so I hope you're ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Bring it on. Do right? it. <laughs> All right, we'll step away and take our first break. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. All 
Welcome back to A Coach's Perspective. I'm Jenny Hopkins, and I am here with Casey Powell, and we are talking some basketball. She was just inducted into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame yesterday. And this segment is sponsored by Highland Dairy. They're owned by dairy farmers, and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact from scientific studies and professional dietitians that the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And Highland Dairy has the best tasting chocolate. And Greg Stevenson was just here at the studio. And I was thinking about um, his involvement as an official um, and, and through Highland Dairy. He's involved in so many sporting events in our area. And I'm so grateful that they are a sponsor. So thank you to Greg Stevenson, all of his teammates over at Highland Dairy. I know that Casey Harrison drank chocolate milk all the time. Oh, absolutely. It was actually mandatory in college after workouts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes, yes, it definitely is a good recovery drink. All right, so we were talking about why you chose Missouri State, and you were talking about Coach Millicent and your relationship with her. Um, tell us a little bit about some of your teammates and, and how um, – you know, you gelled as a team, you know, your freshman year you came in and we won't, we don't have to say your record, but it wasn't great. Um, but then, you know, the, the next three years you made this huge turnaround and you um, developed not just individual accolades, but your team was successful. Tell us a little bit about your teammates and how you got them to gel. So it really did take a full year. Um, you know, we had six freshmen coming in and, and when you have a big change like that, it is hard. Um, and really not a lot of returning um, players with experience. You know, we lost Tony Bellario and Tiff Turwell, who were great basketball players. And so, um, and those are seniors that went on and graduated. So you really, you know, I think we started two freshmen um, at the first exhibition. But then after that, we were starting four freshmen and a sophomore. And so, you know, it was, it was kind of that experience that kind of helped us later on. But after that first year, um, we did some team building stuff over the summer, but there was a big shift um, going into my sophomore year of we all were just family. We all got along really well. We all wanted to hang out with each other. We didn't get annoyed with each other. You know, with, <laughs> in college, you're with them all the time. Right. Um, and we did. We we were able to maintain that for, you know, the next three years. And we had you know even people coming in after us and being able to add them into that family um, and, you know, we're actually planning to get all to back together for our Lady Bear alumni um, in January and wow, trying nice. to get people back just to to get back together because um, we did. We just had such a good time. Well, Reagan Soldner, who I is one of my favorite people on the planet as well. She's um, she was my daughter's assistant basketball coach at Greenwood. And I always thought the world of her. Um, and, and it seemed like she always talked about your team as being very, very competitive and how you all would just knock each other on the ground, you know, at practice, but help each other up. And it was like off outside the lines, you were like, you were so close. And I think that's, there's a fine line there um, to where you can facilitate a team like that to be so physical and to be so competitive in practice and make each other better key phrase. Um, But then off the court, have so much love and support for each other. Absolutely. I mean, we're all competitive and you know, you, you <laughs> you're get, a garrison. <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah. you do, you know, I, and anybody that ever watched me play, I wasn't that emotional into the game. You know, I, right. I tried not to do that. So teams wouldn't know what I'm doing. So, you know, I was really out of it a lot, you know, as far as the, you know, shoving and getting around whatever. But at the same time, we all knew that we truly cared about each other. And so right after, you know, practice, it was like, all right, it's over. It's done. It wasn't anything personal. You know, it's just we're all competing. Right. 
And um, so I think that was where we all just understood that it wasn't, you know, something that was an attack on that person. Um, it was just, hey, we're, we're trying to make each other better. Um, you know, we all want to win. And, you know, you got to fight for it. You got to learn how to do it. And then when you step off the floor, we're family again. Right. That makes such a big difference. It really does. And um, so, you know, playing at Missouri State, you know, what were some of the enjoyable times? You know, they have when you're a college athlete, you I mean, it's like you you eat, you sleep, you go to class, you go to practice, you go to workouts, you go to study hall, you go to weights, you go to film, you, you know, you're traveling. Um, there's not a lot, a whole lot of social time. How did you find that balance when you were at Missouri State as a college athlete? A lot of college athletes or potential college athletes that are listening now. How did you balance that time? You know, I think uh, on those bus rides, those long bus rides, we did a lot of um, like silly games with each other. So we would do, you know, with headphones, you put your headphones in and you turn the music up real loud and then you just have to sing and some are good singers and some are not. And the coaches <laughs> even joined in a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, that made it more fun. Um, but you know, we, again, did team building things. And so tried to get together and, um, go bowling or, um, there was one time over spring break, we didn't get a spring break because really, because we were still playing. So all of us girls decided to go to Branson and we went to like grand country Inn and (laughs) went to the little pool there. And, you know, so just trying to find other things to do together. Um, you know, because we did spend a lot of time together. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, we, I think I still have some pictures from that. So, um, but yeah, and that just shows too how much we all got along and really enjoyed spending time together is because we would just, even though it was the end of the season, we've been together, you know, so long that one season's over, you get a few weeks off, but we still wanted to spend that time together. Um, and so I, I think, you know, we just found ways to do it, um, with each other. It, it makes such a big difference. And, and I know that it is hard when you are trying to, to find all of that time to make sure you're studying and doing as well in your studies as well. Uh, I think that that it is also key sometimes to make sure that you are a planner. I think some athletes get really overwhelmed when they don't plan and you're, you're kind of a planner. I am very much a planner. <laughs> and as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm OCD about it all, especially cause we've you're got ball mama. games and I'm a mama <laughs> and we got to know what's going on. Um, I have a shared calendar with my husband and I add things and, you know, if he misses it, I'm like, well, was it on the calendar? Um, but I am, I'm a planner. Um, and and that's huge, especially when you get into college, because you have to know, you know, okay, I've got weights at 6am and then I've got class at 8am and class at, you know, nine and 10 and what times practice and how much time do I have, you know, in between practice and, you know, my next class or study hall or whatever Mm -hmm. to, um, get something to eat or whatever it is. Um, so you really do planning is a huge thing, but I think it is, it also, translates to now and you know i had that in college they gave us a planner and told us to use it um and actually up until a couple years ago i no longer have a hardcover planner (laughs) i just use my phone (laughs) um but but yeah it's it's definitely nice to have well i have i do have a surprise guest that is calling in if you don't mind throwing on your headphones and i i'm very excited to to welcome someone that i know they want to publicly congratulate you that is also very proud of you and we've already been talking about her tonight so we have coach nyla millison on the line welcome coach well hello hall of famer hello (laughs) (laughs) well we've been talking a little bit about why she chose missouri state talked about the importance of the relationship that you built with your players and how important that was so i want to now flip the tables a little bit as she's talked about you i want you to tell what did you see in her when you were recruiting (laughs) i say that and and kind of jest but 
Um, she's the whole package without any doubt. But what did you see when you were recruiting her that uh, I've got to have her and she's got to come play for me? Absolutely. Um, you know, first of all, congrats again, Case. Uh, just really, really proud of you and and uh, super deserving. I saw a couple people put on Facebook uh, what took so long. Um, so a, an incredible honor. Um, you know, I, I, I knew Casey, um, you know, before, before really even I started the recruiting process and, and was able to, to watch her through the, uh, the magic basketball team and, and, uh, grow up and those sort of things. So, um, I, I think first and foremost, and, and anybody that heard her speak yesterday, um, was just so perfect, Casey. Um, you know, such a just a humble person from an unbelievable family, um, selfless. Uh, you know, you could just go on and on with the um, the words that um, describe her as a as a person. Um, just what a what a great person to to be around. Um, one of those that that you know in a recruiting process that. Um, that you want to you 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 want to be around as a as a coach player, um, you know, and I haven't even talked about a, a basketball skill yet, but you know that you want to represent you off of the floor, and that you um, just know is going to be a great ambassador for your program, and and that you're really just going to enjoy the day to day, and and I caught just a little bit of the uh, as as uh, as I came on the the line. You know, she was talking about the the busy days and the planners and and all of those things. Um, you know, you just spend so much time with your um, your with your teammates, with your team, with your coaches. Um, but it makes it a lot more enjoyable when you have great people. Um, and and so that first and foremost was was what attracted me to um, to Casey. Um, and then you know, how can you not just love her as a player? Um, <laughs> and all of the things that that, that she um, could do, and and I knew would translate in, into the college game. And I was uh, telling somebody um, yesterday that um, I've coached many, 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 many players over my thirty-five um, plus year career, um, and Casey Garrison ranks the best in terms of overall player. There just wasn't anything that she went. Gosh, she just isn't very good at, um, you know, I know most people talk about the, the, the scoring, uh, which obviously was unbelievable, but, um, she was the best passer, uh, that I ever coached, whether it was in the open floor or post entry pass, um, <laughs> the most instinctual player that, is that a word? Instinctive, <laughs> whatever word that is. Um, her instincts were unbelievable. How about we put it that way? Um, you couldn't keep her off of the offensive glass. Um, you know, defensively, we we laughed many, many, many times over the years um, that, you know, she wasn't the fastest, she wasn't the, uh, the quickest, uh, you know, wasn't any of those things, but um, on the floor, but I can promise you the other team didn't want her guarding you because she understood angles. She understood those sort of things so extremely well that um, she just she she was an unbelievable defensive player. Um, so all of those things um, combined, um, great teammates. Um, there was just so many things that um, 
made her so so special and we also laughed and she may have already said you know there was there was lots of people i think that that questioned whether uh, you know not or not she was really going to be a high level division 1 player not any question that she was going to be a division she could she could play at that level but you know how successful she was um she was going to be and it didn't take very long to just see that natural ability combined with you know her desire to win her desire to be success successful her desire to whatever you know you need me to go play the point guard you need me to go play the five you need me to do this you need me to do that and um I, I've coached many, 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 and I'm not saying it just because I'm on the radio with her tonight, but she just was a complete package from the type of person she was, um, clear to the type of, of of player, and and now mom, wife, you know, all of those other things that you combined. Um, you know, there's just not much uh, that I that I could find that, uh, you know, it doesn't put Casey in an A-plus category. Isn't that the truth? That is so true. I was on a, a, a show last week, a different show, and they asked me in, in all my years of coaching, was there any player that you just really had a hard time figuring out how you were going to stop them? And I, I mean, I, without any hesitation, I said, Casey Garrison. <laughs> I said, I sent her flowers to graduation. I was so happy when she graduated. But she's one of those players, too, that I think as a coach um, can carry out your vision. You know, you have this game plan and you want to execute and you they are, but the players carry it out. I mean, they are the ones that really make it happen. And she's one of those that, um, I, you know, I don't want to say she makes coaches look smart, but, but she does. I mean, she makes. Oh, it. no. You can say it. <laughs> yeah. She just definitely, um, can carry out that vision and her, her court ID, her court, um, IQ is just, um, off the charts. And I think you can. Oh, gosh. That. Yeah. Yeah. The intel, the intelligence level and, and, um, you know, during one course, part of the game, you know, we would we would play her at a, at a two. Um, you know, we'd get a mismatch and we'd move her to the four. Um, <laughs> but and I can but I can promise you, late in the game, she had the ball in her hands and and was playing a lot of point guard. Um, so just the you know the versatility that she had. Um, she may have already told the story, but the night she had thirty seven um, doing everything left handed. Um, that she broke, she broke her hand and, you know, we weren't even sure she was going to be able to play. And so here we're trying to figure out how, um, you know, to get her the easiest shots we can, we can get her and, and, um, first play down the, the, the floor. Um, she pulls up from behind the three and shoots a three left-handed and, uh, swish. And I don't know what you hit case three or four that night from beyond the three, but played the entire game left-handed and, um, had 37 and, Oh, well, just another day at the office. Another day um, at the office. I love it. Well, I, I want to, before we go to our next break, I want to give Casey a chance to, um, you know, publicly talk a little bit about, um, do you have anything that you want to say to Coach Millicent? Because, you know, when you are, when you get inducted into a Hall of Fame, oftentimes you become reflective and you look back and you kind of think, about, you know, think over things. A lot of things come to the surface that you might not have thought. Do you have anything to say to Coach Millicent? I mean, I, I'm sure I've already said it before, but, you know, the biggest thing is thank you for believing in me and, and recruiting me and um, letting me be a lady bear. But also, you know, I, and I talked about this earlier is that, um, you know, I really think that you saw more in me than I saw in myself um, and really pushed me for that. Um, I mean, even the second game that we played, I remember being at Tulsa and had the ball on the baseline and I turned and passed it and 
next time out, she says, shoot the ball. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay well, um, you got it. Um, but really just, you know, pushing me and knowing that what I was capable of doing um, and, and just letting me also just, you know, play. You knew even whenever I had a turnover or made a mistake or something, you knew, you know, hey, you're, you're fine. You might say something and then and then let me go. So um, I just really appreciate that and all of your support and love. And biggest thing is that relationship, too. And um, I just thank you very much. Well, you're welcome and back at you. And it is. It's, uh, you know, the relationships of what's always been in important and um you know casey and i had a had a great one and yes i would have to remind her sometimes uh you you're a great passer but i didn't bring you here to set the assist record um <laughs> oh, i love it i love it all right the ball. Well, well thank you so much uh, coach millison we really appreciate you joining us and and sharing in this celebration of of casey's uh accolade well you're welcome two of my favorites right there in the in the same room so uh congrats Casey. thank you uh-huh. all right talk to you all later all right thanks All right, we'll step away and take our next break. Thanks to Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment, along with Greg and Melinda Burnett, as they support local and thoughtful radio. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. To A Coach's Perspective, I'm Jenny Hopkins, and this segment is sponsored by Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar. Hey, they know cars, they know trucks, they know SUVs, and they know service. They know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. I've been one of them for over 25 years. You've got to give Kelly Grant and Shane Rainey a call. They will take care of you. They'll do a coast-to-coast search, and they'll find exactly what you're looking for, and they'll find it in your price range. Give them a call at 417-326-7671. We're also very grateful for Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance for sponsoring this segment. Also, West Logging. Go to westlogging.com. Find Danny West. He'll give you a free consultation, and he's going to treat your land like his own. So we're back here with Casey Garrison-Powell. And, um, you know, Casey, I think that, you know, we've talked a little bit about your playing career. I kind of want to shift and pick your brain on some different areas in sports. Um, you, you know, I think that you are um, very analytical, and you look at a lot of different um, avenues when you're thinking of sports. You were an intelligent player. You attacked the game from a lot of different angles. Um, let's talk a little bit about when you were such a competitive athlete, a very successful athlete. Um, then after you graduated, you you have a family and you're transitioning into being a citizen, for lack of a better term. Um, how was that transition from going from this collegiate athlete that was going 90 miles per hour all the time to being a mom, being a wife, and um, and just being Casey, the citizen? It was a big transition, um, you know, and, and actually um, really me getting away from, I mean, I got to coach it, I guess, the year after I graduated. I coached it for three years at Rogersville, um, and I got to volleyball too, and, and I love volleyball. So being able to coach both of those was kind of keeping me in it. Um, so I was very much involved. But then, you know, we moved to Gainesville, Missouri when my husband became a head basketball coach. And uh, I stayed at home, and I had a three-year-old, and so I stayed at home for that whole year and thought I was going to lose my mind. I mean, I was, <laughs> you know, I was in a, in a small town. I didn't know anybody that first year. Um, you know, I was far away from my family. Um, and, so, and so that was really, really hard and trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do next? What do I do? And um, I'm thankful there was a job that opened up in a bank um, in Gainesville, um, and I got into the lending um, aspect of things and which led me now to my job at Jack Henry. Um, and 
you know, I had a coworker ask me like, so what are your hobbies? What do you do? And I'm like, be a mom. Right. <laughs> I don't know what my hobbies are, you know, and so I'm still even at 32 years old trying to figure that out of, you know, what are things that I like to do? I, I love basketball in a sense. I like watching it. I have to feel connected to it, you know, to be able to watch it. But I, I do. I love watching it. Um, but also are there other things? And so we, we bought a kayak this past summer and me and the girls went kayaking and had a blast. And I told my oldest, I said, Hey, next summer, I promise I will, we will try to go almost every weekend. Um, so I have enjoyed being outdoors and, you know, just trying to find yourself and find other things besides the game of basketball. I think, you know, I, I'm, I love to kayak as well. That's probably one of my biggest therapy moments is when I can get in my kayak and just head down the, head down the river or the lake or wherever. Um, you know, and I think that's something that's really important in that transition. I think a lot of, um, identity crisis kind of occurs with athletes and, and going from this college athlete that, that, especially someone like you that was so well known and, and recognized, um, it's, it is difficult to kind of, after you're done and, and the papers are writing about somebody else and that identity crisis is, and you never really got caught up in that, but internally, it, it, it was a lot of who you were and you had to remind yourself basketball is what I did. It didn't define who I, who I am as a person. And that had to be hard. Absolutely. My, my mom has always, you know, been like that with us of, you know, God has a bigger purpose for you. So, you know, um, you're hopefully you can use basketball as a platform, but you know, there, there's bigger things in life and in basketball. Um, but you know, also it's just, I, I spent all of my summers growing up at, basketball games so you know from the time I was in third grade until the time I was a senior in high school every summer I played basketball the last time I remember going to the swimming pool in the summer was in second grade and so you know while all my friends or all these other people were you know taking vacations or going kayaking or camping or I mean I've been camping one time um, and so you know doing all those other things I was playing basketball and so that was something that was hard for me to try to figure out okay what do I truly enjoy doing um, because I didn't have that growing up. Um, and so, you know, like I said, I bought the kayak. And so we only actually took it once, but it was towards <laughs> the late, latter end of the summer. So, you know, just trying different things and seeing what I can enjoy and now doing it with my family um, rather than just trying to figure out, you know, what is it for me? Right. Um, how, what do I enjoy doing with myself, but also with my family? Yeah, Kids are fun. They are. So let's segue into that. Let's talk about you now being a sports parent. You have a nine-year-old and a four-year-old, and they are getting into sports. Um, how has that transition been from being the athlete that is being watched to being in the stands as a parent? Yeah. Um, you know, actually, just recently, I think Jada's teammates' parents have realized that I I played basketball, you know, because I'm Jada's mom. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, watching her um, – it, it's now, you know, it used to be really cute. And I hate to say this because she's only nine years old. It's not cute anymore because it's like, you, you know, a little bit, you, right. you know, not right. to travel, you know, not to double dribble, um, you know, really kind of what's a good shot. At least Jada should. Um, but, you know, she um, it, it is fun to watch her and see her develop. And it's rewarding. And I've told her too. I've said, hon, you know, it's so much fun to watch you play when you play hard, you know, when you just run because she's. I was not fast. I had a quick first step and that's about it. But Jada is fast and she is long and she can, you know, jump and she's way competitive. And so, you know, 
when she plays hard, it is so fun to watch that and see that passion. And she loves to watch basketball. I think she loves to watch it more than she loves to play it. Um, she wants to watch college, NBA. Um, we're going to a Lady Bear game on Saturday. She's super excited. She's a um, student of the game like someone else. And, you know, but, that, but that's also what we try to tell her. You know, right. hey, watch and learn. And I think with her being, you know, coach's kid, she's around it. And with Matt being the head girls coach at Glendale, you know, before when he coached boys, they still liked it. But now that it's girls, they just connect easily. Um, and they love being a Glendale Falcon, and they love seeing those girls and being a part of that. And Jada loves going to practice. If if Matt's just having open gym, she's not happy about it. She wants to go to practice um, <laughs> where he's going to get on the girls and coach and things like that. So um, it is. It's fun. And Kennedy's only four, but she's playing little bitty basketball at the YMCA, and she is just – it's the cutest thing. And actually – just from watching, we don't do anything with her, but just from watching, she is a pretty good little ball handler for four years old. So, <laughs> good. yeah, so it is. It's just rewarding and fun to watch. So how do you, um, let's, you know, and maybe you're, they're not old enough yet, but I mean, Jada is, but how do you keep your cool? You know, because inside, let me tell you, I was a sports parent as well. And on the outside, I looked cool as a cucumber and I just, you know, kept it all in. And I was like, you know, this is their journey. I'm very excited for them. Um, but there were times where inside I thought, you know, where is this, what is this inner rage that's wanting to boil out? Um, and, and I, I say that jokingly, of course, but, um, how do you, how do you keep your cool when you're watching your kids, um, kids play? Well, I'm glad it's totally normal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, yeah, you know, that, that is hard. And well, actually one of my biggest pet peeves is, is when kids look in the stands at their parents. Um, and, and Jada does it from time to time. Um, but when she does it, all I have to look at her and say is hustle, work hard, right. you know, and, and kind of go back to it's so much more fun to watch when she when she does work hard. And I've told her to, you know, Jada, there are two things that you can control, and that's your attitude and your effort. You can have a good attitude when you play and you can control how hard you're going to play. OK, I'm going to rewind that. <laughs> so every athlete out there listening, go ahead again one more time. What are the two things they can control? Your attitude and your effort. That, I mean, it is. And, and I've told her that so many times. And, you know, I want her to have fun and I don't want her to do to play as much as I did as a kid. If she wants to do that, then OK, let, let's right. do it. But I also want her to be able to be a kid and and nothing against my parents at all for doing that. I mean, I, I wanted to play. That's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be at the pool, um, you know, but if Jada, whatever she wants to do, I'm I'm going to be there and support her and try to just keep my cool. But again, just tell her work hard and if you give effort we can't be mad about anything especially when you make mistakes you're gonna ha- you're gonna make mistakes it's gonna happen how are you gonna overcome that right well let's let's kind of pivot if you will and tell me what it's like being a coach's wife because you're watching your you know your husband coach and um and i'm sure there's times you'd like to share your opinion and <laughs> and i'm sure he asks your opinion too um but what is that like being in the role of of a coach's wife yeah, um, I am way more, as a coach's wife, I way more look at the kids as individuals than I do as the team itself. So, you know, I kind of watch the kids' tendencies and how they act on the court and what they do. Um, and I, I've done that since, you know, we were at Gainesville. Um, and, you know, he does ask my opinion every so often. Um, but really, I don't say much only because I think he truly is a good coach. He knows what, you know, and I'm, you know, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. He knows how to get the kids to play hard. Um, you know, I'll just say things maybe about, you know, individuals of, hey, you know, maybe or of situations, I sure. guess, you know, maybe, maybe go about it this way rather than the other way type of thing. 
Um, we actually did coach a game together, though. Um, when he was at Lamar, they played in the Lockwood tournament. And uh, his a lot of his boys played football, and they were in the state championship game. So he didn't have all of his players um, for the championship game at the Lockwood tournament. And his assistant coach wanted to go to the football game. And Matt said, I completely understand. Go. It's fine. Hey, Casey, will you come sit on my bench? <laughs> there you go. And we didn't know how that was going to go. <laughs> um, and actually, I'm not a yeller at all, but um, the game got a little intense. And they were playing Stockton. And one of his kids, um, the gym got quiet. And I, I told him, I said, Chase, you have to block out number whatever he was. And the whole gym is silent. And I'm going, oh, goodness. <laughs> but the kid just looked at me and nodded. And, you know, but we yeah. we won. So I'm 1-0 in my yeah. varsity coaching <laughs> career. And I'm I'm ending with that. There so. you go. <laughs> I love it. I love you. Undefeated. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, um, I, I know that you have lots of different roles. And, and I can definitely appreciate that. All right. I have a little game I like to play with guests sometimes. It's called Fast Five. And I'm going to ask you five questions real fast. And you answer them. It's not a complicated game. It's quite Quite simple. Okay. So are you up for that? I am. I'm analytical, but I'll try to go as I quick know. as I can. I love, I love. Okay. Number one, favorite play in the game of basketball that gives, I mean, it's just a rush. You just love it. Oh, when you just, does any play inbound doesn't inbound. matter what it is? Well, no, like um, a dunk, which. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three-pointer. Hey, Taking a charge. Yeah, I think a, I think a three-pointer for me, especially if, you know, the game momentum, three-pointer. All right. If you could own any professional team, who would it be and why? Oh, um, I guess the Memphis Grizzlies because my daughter loves them and we could go to every game. And we were season ticket holders at one point. So. And it, it could be the one your brother's playing for over in Europe. That'd be <laughs> That's great. true. Yeah, I could have done that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so if you wouldn't have played basketball, what sport would you have chosen to excel? Volleyball. Okay. If you could have lunch with any athlete, dead or alive, any athlete, who would it be? Ooh, um, and what would you ask them? Oh gosh, it'd be Michael Jordan. Have to. Um, what would I ask him? I don't even know. I'd probably just be speechless in his presence. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I am with you. I'm with you. I'm not starstruck, uh, really, by anybody. I, I, you know, I mean, I just I feel like humans are humans, but um, Michael Jordan, I think I would be a little absolutely tied um, because he was pretty pretty tremendous. All right, so. Um, Name the best part of being a parent. Oh, everything. <laughs> um, I mean, even the highs and lows, but, um, you know, just seeing yourself too in these little kids and, and watching them grow and, um, you know, learning new things. And um, it goes by so fast already. Um, I can't believe that, you know, Jada's almost 10. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's rewarding just watching them grow up to be their own person. Yeah, it is rewarding. It definitely isn't. To me, it's the it's my favorite role that I've ever had. Yeah, yeah it sure is. Um, if if you know the last one, I'm gonna seek. I'm gonna sneak in one more. But um, if you have, if there is a, a player out there or a parent of an athlete that's potentially wanting to play in college and wanting to really develop their skills, what kind of advice would you have for them? You know, I I think you you have to play. You you got to play to to learn those situations. Um, but it's that whole thing of attitude and effort. Um, it is, you know, have a good attitude and, and work hard. Um, and, you know, I wanted to share, you know, Nyla was talking earlier about me being, you know, not really bad at anything. And 
And I feel like, you know, we get to a point where players are, oh, you know, they can dunk it. That's all I want to do is dunk it. Or they can shoot threes. That's all I want to do is shoot threes. And everything's so fancy. And you don't have to be. You know, the fundamentals don't have to be fancy. And and um, so, you know, growing up, I'm like, you know what? I just want to play all the time. So I need to be at least decent at everything. So that way I can play and be on the floor all the time. They can't take me out for anything. I love that. So that was my that was my big thing. Um, and so you know, just trying to learn every aspect of the game, be able to get steals, be able to get rebounds, be able to make good passes and score the ball, and, and right. just do a little bit of everything. That's great advice. Great advice. I I'm so appreciative that we got this time together, um, just to have this one on one conversation and pick your brain. Thank you for being here tonight. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you had me on here. Ah. Well, we're going to move into our post game talk, sponsored by Story Construction. They've been providing high quality industrial and commercial and Construction since 1966. Go to story, S-T-O-R-E-E dot com. Uh, next week, we're going to talk a little bit of tournaments. There's lots of happening over the holidays, a little tournament time. And don't forget, you can always go to a coachesperspective.com for show lineups, previous shows, and more information. And you can subscribe, and you'll be added into a drawing. So follow us also on Facebook and Twitter, too. Um, so let's move into our post-game talk. Uh, let's talk about our guest tonight. Talented, yes. Skilled, yes. Accomplished, yes, duh. However, her accolades did not happen by accident. She is gifted, but she also worked very hard and put in an enormous amount of time honing her skills and studying the game. If there is an area in your life that you want to be successful, it takes work. It takes commitment. It takes a relentless dedication. It does not take excuses. It does not take luck. It does not take depending on others. It takes a tenacity that will be rewarded. So don't wish for things for happening. Don't hope that they do. And don't blame others when it doesn't happen. Make a commitment and be determined to make what you want to happen your goal. That's how champions do So I remind you that you continue to be a good human. Live your life like a champion. Live like a human. This is Jenny Hopkins, and this has been a perfect perspective.